everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. So hi, everyone. I have an unbelievable special treat for you all today. Oh, my gosh. I met someone that changed my life. You know how you come across people and you go, wow, this person is on the same path I'm on in life, just different track. And they're, they're adding value to the world. We're studying the same stuff. Her name is Dr. Heather Fiedler. And Dr. Fiedler is absolutely brilliant on every single level. My gosh, guys, she's been in, in private practice for years and years and years. She teaches at universities. She works at a major, major government system. She's got it going on on every single level. And today's presentation is by the great Dr. Heather Fiedler. Thank you so much, Randy. This is such a privilege to be with you and talk to those who are listening. And today, I thought we should focus on generosity towards self and how that embodies our spirit. Because if not now, when? If you don't believe in your own possibility, why would anyone else? So before we walk down that path to generosity toward yourself so you can extend it toward others, let's first identify and talk about a worldview. A worldview is how people see themselves, others, and experience the world. It shapes and defines how we interact with each other. It influences our assumptions about self, others, and situations, and it defines our beliefs. In general, my worldview encompasses the belief that most people are genuine, reliable, trustworthy, and fallible. That is how I approach the world. Imagine if I thought the opposite, that most people were disingenuous, unreliable, untrustworthy, and infallible. How different I would approach everything in life. Our experiences reaffirm our worldview. If I believe that most people are genuine and trustworthy, I am actively seeking that out in everyday exchanges, just as those who believe the opposite are seeking that out every day. We are seeking confirmation of how we view the world in every interaction, in every exchange, and things that do not fit with our worldview, we rationalize away, we discard, we dismiss. In the field of psychology, that is called confirmation bias. We confirm what we know or believe to be true, even in the face of opposing evidence. Because I have this worldview that includes people are authentic, people are trustworthy, when I have an experience with someone that is in opposition to my worldview, maybe someone hurts my feelings or has a significant emotional reaction to something I said or did, and it seems out of proportion— I am generous in my assumptions toward others. My generous assumptions may include things like, huh, maybe he or she is having a bad day, or maybe something else is going on, and whatever that is just came out sideways on me. I believe each one of us can recall a time when you took something out on another that was intended for someone or something else. I offer folks the benefit of the doubt. My first knee-jerk thought and emotional response is not, he or she meant to hurt me. That statement doesn't fit with my worldview. 
Now, maybe someone did intend to hurt me, and if that's the case, then that behavior's about them, not me, and I'll leave it where it belongs. Now, in offering others the benefit of the doubt and being generous in my assumptions toward them, I also ask direct, open-ended questions like, when you said X, Y, or Z, what did you mean? Those of you who are well-versed in Brene Brown know one of her sayings is, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. So true. However, some people are uncomfortable with clear and may try to displace a clear, straightforward question back onto you. And when that happens, I encourage you to continue down that path and provide a qualifier. I am asking you what you meant or intended so we can talk about it. I do also share how it felt to receive what they were offering, and I am always open to how my perception of what they were offering may be skewed or distorted or biased. Be open to the intentions of others, which may not be readily apparent and may be very different from what you perceive. And because I practice this generosity with others, I can offer it to myself. I have made some spectacular mistakes and experienced whoppers of failures. In those first moments, I attempt to offer myself grace, and in time, I am able to process that failure or mistake, take the life lessons that may come with it, and do better. I do not go down the rabbit hole of self-depreciation and beat myself up. Self-awareness of your gifts, your flaws, your abilities, and your shortcomings is a wonderful thing. And we also need to be aware of our blind spots, those things that we are unaware of, those things we can't bear to be aware of, and those things that we refuse to be aware of. This is where, what I call, your village comes in. I hope each and every one of you have a village and your village need not be 20 people strong. Your village may be one or two strong. If everyone has one person whom they can rely upon, trust, and be authentic with, you are rich beyond measure. I rely upon my village to point out my blind spots, and even if I'm unwilling to hear about them or look at them in the moment, I rely upon them, my village, to keep holding up that mirror until I can take a good, hard look. I mean, wow. Right? That was, that oh was. Oh my gosh. And what's crazy about it is that's only like one third of the oh, conversation. Yeah. I which wrote is like, so much wow. More. So we'd have to do like a part two and that's, a part three in the future wow. episodes. I think it'd that, be was, very valuable. that was so unbelievably good. Like you, you basically sing with words, right? Yeah. I thought I mean, it was the, the first couple words came out. I'm like, oh my God, look yeah. at a rap going. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really yeah. like, wow. yeah. Cause there was a lot of positive. Mm. So whenever I hear people that are always so positive, and I tell Randy this all the time, I I'm always curious because obviously, I mean, needless to say, it doesn't always, and no one's ever that positive at the beginning, right? They have to go through their their challenges, their obstacles, and then they realize that living a life of positivity is obviously more effective than living a life of negativity. So I guess I would ask you first, what was like the moment? Or like a defining moment, at least, where you sat back and you're like, you know what? Living in a negative mindset is just like not cool. It's not fun. Like, when did you make that shift and say, you know what? I'm choosing and making the choice to live positive and share that positivity with the world. 18 years ago, wow. this month, wow. when I lost my son. 
Oh my God. That's when, I'm right? Sorry to because, hear that. Well, thank <sighs> you. However, had it not been for that, I wouldn't have made the choices. I wouldn't take the risks that I do now. I wouldn't extend myself out there, right? Uh, fear of judgment tends to be something that can be so self limiting. And when you have something that is so life altering, you really get to reflect and go, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because you can get stuck here. You can be here mired down, or you can be grateful for what you had when you had it and move, right? Movement is medicine. And so- Mm, Wow. (laughs) So good. Now, when you say movement is medicine, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll let you finish. But movement is medicine. Like you mean, not, I mean, obviously maybe physical movement, but the idea of like, listen, don't be stagnant. Like you need to constantly progress, right? I I mean it literally, literally and figuratively. Right. You uh, there were times there were moments in my life where I could sit, I could lay down because it was just overwhelming, whatever it was in that moment. And so sometimes I literally had to get up in order to get the figurative going. And so to engage my brain, I often have to use movement of my body. You know, brain body is connected. And so for me, it's using my body first to get the secondary, like, let's go, let's go. Wow. Wow. Movement is medicine. Yeah. See, I'm going to start creating quotes for you the same mm-hmm. way, creating for Randy and just get like, it's just such a, it's so, there's such an impactful message in those three words. Movement is medicine. Like, oh, wow. And I always pick Brandy's brain, right? In regards to who he gets his, you know, inspiration from and motivation from. And he always says his mom, right? And that's where the basis of it is. It's his mom. And then from there, learned all the life lessons where she gets him to research and, and do all this stuff to where we're here now talking about it and spreading it to the world. Who do you kind of, where does your motivation and inspiration start? My mom too. So so my mom, you know, I had a front row seat to how to do things and how not to do things Mm -hmm. because she freely shared with me. She did not try to shield me from her mistakes. She did not try to um, give an appearance that wasn't aligned with who she really was. Right. And so I got to learn firsthand how hard and challenging things could be, how rewarding things could be. But it is always what you make it. No matter what you face in life, you will get out of it what you put into it. So what are you willing to put in? Yeah. How big is your dream? You say it all the time, Randy. So good. You don't really jumped out to me when you said aware of your shortcomings is aware of your blind spots. Wow. That just, my eyes opened up so wide there. Wow. What do you, expand on it. What do you, what does that mean to you? What is, you know what I mean? What is that? It, how does that, how do you interpret that? Man, see the goosebumps I get? Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. It's it, crazy. It, it goes back to what are you thinking when you're not thinking? Oh. Well, aware of your shortcomings is being aware of your blind spots. What do you, what do you become aware of that you're not aware of? It's just, I mean, and this is the stuff that really impacts people's lives and they don't even know it. Some people walk around, they don't really know, they don't realize they're negative. You know that saying to a worm and horseradish, the world is horseradish? Mm-hmm. If you're around, if you're a negative all the time, you don't see it because it's your world. And that sentence right there, aware of your shortcomings is aware of your blind spots, is the same as what are you thinking when you're not thinking? It's yeah. connecting the dots here in a big way, Heather. Thank uh, you for this. Thank you. Thank you for allowing it, me to share. I think it's so impactful. It's just cool too, because I know there's people that listen to this. 
and you literally use it as some sort of motivation. That's what's cool about it. Cause I have friends now that have like reached out and been like, dude, like that's a cool episode. They always bring up the episode of the analogy of the apology and they love how much you and I went at it, mm -hmm. which I think is hysterical. Cause mm -hmm. it was like one of the, one of the viewpoints where I was like, I'm trying to understand it and I can't meet you there yet. I'm, I'm trying, but I'm mm -hmm. just not there yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it'd be fun. Heather should write a talk on the I would love on, that on, on apologies on your version uh, of apology and how important mm -hmm. it may how it is to apologize. So my master's thesis was on forgiveness. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> is it public? Is it public? Oh yeah, it's like it's, published uh -huh. everything. Mm -hmm. It is. I'd be curious to read it. Oh uh, well, when I was in my twenties, I had lofty goals. Right, I thought <laughs> I could quantify forgiveness, so I devised this assessment. I received a grant for it. All the Let's just skip to the end. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's wow. crazy though. Heather, you should. Could you, would you do this though? Write, write a write a talk on on apologies. Sure. And get, I would love we'll, to we'll see you two just yes. talk about oh, it. Would, it would. I mean, the thing is, you're gonna be the outsider, Rob. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna be sitting back like oh, I can't agree with you guys yet. I have a long way to go until I can come around to it. It's awesome. I think that'd be great though to see both of your perspectives it on it and then just kind of see. Because there might not, right? You guys might be like eighty percent of the way there. There might be like a twenty percent mm -hmm. differential mm -hmm. where it's like, mm -hmm. well, I mm -hmm. don't know about that. Where did you arrive to it? That's where it's cool about it. Finding how you guys arrived to the final mm -hmm. like solution of your, like your. You know, that's what's cool about it. So I think that'd be a great, great episode. It'd be great stuff. Getting Absolutely. Both of you on. Let's let's. That's yes, awesome. Please. Wow. Before I let you go, I have to ask. I asked Randy on the last episode. I got to ask you on this episode. Twenty twenty two is here, and we got a long twenty twenty two in a very positive way. What's in the goal? What's in the, the game plan for, for Dr. Heather here? So in my game plan, two bucket list items. And I want to speak at a national conference, American Psychological Conference. I put in, I submitted my proposal. We'll see. Um, and I'm going to run a 24-hour race. Whoa. Whoa. Like David Goggins? Like, the, those, yeah. like, like those marathon? Listen, yeah, yeah. Like Whoa. ultra. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. cool. Me and my daughter are doing this. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is all. You guys heard it here. Mm -hmm. She's <laughs> manifesting it. It's out yeah, there. It's, it's out there. Oh, my gosh. Yep. God bless. That's awesome. Well, I look forward to future conversations. Thank you again thank so much you. for coming. Randy, as always, thank wow. you so much. I thought this was a very incredible conversation. Great stuff. Thank you guys so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, y'all.